Welcome to Superman Confidential, episode four of the podcast where it's all about the Man of Steel. I'm Tom, your host, and with 2018 drawing to a close, I thought it was a really good idea and not very creative at all, but a good idea to look back at the Man of Steel in 2018, all the good and the bad, and take a look at all of the big news from the year and all of the new content that we were able to enjoy and go through and, and just look at all of that. So obviously there's lots of big things going on. Superman's 80th birthday this past year. Um, and so I'll go, I'll go month by month or chronologically in the order of the news, but there were a couple Superman related things that I'll mention up front, some ongoing things that are Superman related. The first being Supergirl, the TV show, this series finished season three and started season four in 2018. The back part of season three introduced Superman concepts like Argo City, which is big in Superman and Supergirl lore. Season four introduced Superman characters like Agent Liberty, Raymond, the Raymond Jensen version of Parasite, Mercy and Otis Graves, and Manchester Black, among other things. Uh, some of these aren't quite what I would have liked to see them adapted how they were, but some are, are good. And this is a cool way to see Superman mythology expanded, brought to life in live action. Uh, a lot of them for the first time that we haven't seen before and get to experience them on, along with the introduction, reintroduction of Superman and introduction of Lois Lane. But I will get to that later in the podcast. There's also Justice League Action, the animated series. Season one wrapped in June. There was just a handful of episodes of this show in 2018, but one that was focused on Mixie Pitlick, if you're a Superman fan, and there's been no news on a potential season two, so I don't think that's very likely, since we haven't heard anything about it. But Justice League Action as a whole, a really fun show. Superman gets a lot of good things to do throughout this series, and a lot of Superman mythology is brought to light again here in animation, in a fun, family-friendly style. These are shorter, action-paced, obviously, but you will see Lots of Superman characters. They even have Superman Red, Superman Blue. Uh, so lots of other characters. Lex Luthor is a big player in it. Uh, like I said, Mixie Pitlick, and there's some other things going on there. So lots of cool Superman stuff in that show. But those are, those are or were at least, ongoing things in the Superman world. And now I'll kind of get through the news and the new stuff for 2018. The first really big piece of news for Superman in 2018 was in January when the Metropolis TV slash streaming series was put into development for the new DC Universe service. There really hasn't been any news on this since, so I don't even know if this is still a thing, but it was definitely a big piece of news at the time. This is the show that was going to be set in Metropolis before the arrival of Superman. Uh, the logline was that it was to, quote, follow Lois Lane and Lex Luthor as they investigate the world of fringe science and expose the city's dark and bizarre secrets. It was given a 13-episode straight-to-series order from part of the team behind Gotham, the TV series, and it was supposed to be DC Universe's second live-action show after Titans, although that is not the case anymore. There's several shows in development and no news on Metropolis. Uh, in May, Deadline reported that the show was put into redevelopment, and there has been no updated news. So there's a good chance this is completely dead or being really reworked from the ground up, and we have no idea if this is still a thing. Uh, I know a lot of people are split on... Superman series without Superman or prequel type things that don't involve superheroes. I think that could be, I think this could be a really cool thing. Uh, there are things about Gotham I like, things I don't like, but there are, this is definitely something I could be interested in, mainly because I love the world of Metropolis, even without Superman. Obviously, Superman's the center of it, but setting things up before then, 
could work. I mean, there's also ways it could go wrong, but there's a lot of cool things you can do. Lois Lane is an amazing character who could lead a series for sure. And Lex Luthor is also an amazing character who, you know, teaming up, whether they work together or whether they're allies or enemies, I don't know. But a show sort of fringe set in a pre-superhero world would be really interesting. And there's so much in Metropolis that I would like to see in terms of characters and mythology setting up there. See what the Star Labs would like. What's Emil Hamilton up to at this time? I think he would be a great character to have on the show. Police, uh, police like Maggie Sawyer and Dan Turpin. What were they up to before Superman arrived? I don't know how much fringe science is going on. I don't know what this the series Dark and Bizarre Secrets of Metropolis are. But there are a lot of characters that we still haven't seen. We've seen a lot of Superman on TV, but we haven't seen a ton of that supporting cast. Part of that is because back in the day, there was not a lot of comic book characters outside of the main cast. There weren't a lot of comic book characters always brought into shows like Lois and Clark, Superboy, and, and those kind of shows. Even in the early years of Smallville, the main cast were comic book characters, but most of the guest stars would be original characters or occasionally, especially as the series went on, they introduced more and more comic book characters. So there's still a lot of the world of Metropolis that I would love to see in TV. And again, don't know if this is happening, but it's still something I would be. One TV series did actually happen in March. Krypton debuted on sci-fi. It ran 10 episodes for season one from March to May. This was a really big surprise. And I was looking forward to this too, much like I said about Metropolis, but this exceeded my expectations and I was really surprised. So I wanted to see the world of Krypton see what it was like. I know some people might not be interested in Superman's grandpa, things like that. Um, but I love seeing the just Krypton as it was. The mythology world, what is it like to eat there? What is everything like on this alien planet? I thought that was really cool to see. And even with the initial premise of seeing some obscure characters from Krypton, like Sagel, Superman's grandpa, Dev M, who's had a little bit bigger role in comics, but still pretty obscure. And Quexel, they were all in it from the start. Uh, and then the show introduced this time travel element. I won't get too heavily into spoilers, but I will mention some characters that surprising characters that showed up. And uh, this time travel element really opened it up to the world of Superman's mythology and see Superman villains and all of that. And it made it a tremendous surprise. And so we got to see characters like Brainiac, General Zod, Doomsday, a really cool CG Doomsday, Jack Sir. A lot of important characters for Superman and for Krypton, and I I just love this show. How much it was, how well it was done. Uh, just a cool show on on Sci-Fi. Ten episodes, a great story, really great characters. A lot of original characters, but you know, seeing Light Azad and Nisavex characters like that who are original, but they were so fleshed out and so well done that I like seeing this. This is some of the best character work I've seen on a. TV show in a while. So I, I really enjoyed that. And then, of course, playing with the Superman mythology, Adam Strange showing how important Superman is to the future and why it is necessary for him to exist and how big of a role his his how big of a role he has in on Earth and in the universe as a whole. I think that was really cool and a great way to do it. You know, the, the whole point is to save Superman with his show. And we don't see Superman. We do see his cape, but I just love the way they, they weaved in so much present day Superman mythology with the past of Krypton and all of that. 
uh, it just made it for a fantastic show and really enjoyable and really great for, you know, it was about everything I could ask for in a prequel set on Krypton about Superman's grandpa. Uh, it does start a little slow, but I think that helps to establish the world of Krypton. And then it really ramps up the back half of the season is one of my favorite TV arcs in a long time. Really just enjoyable from start to finish. But TV is not the only place that had news for Superman in 2018. Big stuff in the comic book world coming into 2018 was the continuing of the rebirth era and action comics and Superman, which is a really strong run that I really enjoyed in both of that. And that all kind of led up to action comics number 1000, the thousandth issue of such an important series going back to action number one in 1938 and april 18th was the 80th anniversary of superman the day action comics number one debuted the day that it is believed to have debuted and this was a fantastic celebration the individual issue is a fantastic celebration of the 80-year history of the man of steel it served as a wrap-up to dan jurgen's latest action comics run which was really great i really enjoyed that the whole rebirth era and everything that went on there as well as peter tomasi and patrick gleason's superman run again both runs i enjoyed very much and this was the culmination of that. That was a celebration of that. So this 80-page Action Comics number 1000 had several great short stories. If I had to pick a favorite, there is The Car, written by Jeff Johns and Richard Donner, with Olivier Coipel on art. This was, this was a sequel to Action Comics number 1, and I had just read Action Comics number 1 before this, so that's why I, it really stuck out to me. But Action Comics number 1, I think, shows what draws people and what drew maybe drew me into Superman, seeing this powerful guy fighting for the right, you know, he is he's got all these powers and he's doing things to to help the you know, he's the champion of the press in Action Comics number one. The car, as a sequel to that, really shows why this character goes from being a really cool idea to one of the the greatest fictional characters out there. The car, he inspires someone to do better. We see he is, you know, he's goes the next day to the bad guy from Action Comics number one and he helps him turn his life around or tries to inspire him. And that is that is the bookend to what makes Superman great. So the the powers are what draw you in, but the the inspiration, the guy doing the right thing, going above and beyond to help others, that is those two things combined to make Superman such a cool character. And so I, yeah, uh, that was my favorite story, but again, ton of great other things going on. There was the other, also the introduction of Brian Michael Bendis on Superman. So this was big news in the comic book world for Superman. He took over both action comics with 1001 and Superman with a new number one. And that followed a man of steel, the man of steel six issue miniseries that Bendis wrote. It's still early, so I'm not, I'm not ready to past judgment on Bendis's run. Uh, I've heard he's a bit of a, a slower long-term writer, so I'm not going to judge it yet. There's a lot of things I like. There's some things I've got questions on that I want to wait, but a really big deal bringing in a big-name writer like Bendis to Superman with both action comics and Superman. It definitely drew a lot of attention to Superman in the comic book world that hasn't been around for a while. So that moves us into July, which was a big month for Superman in animation. Yeah, Superman appeared in two animated movies. The big one for me, of course, the one that focused on him, was the Death of Superman animated movie. This was a direct-to-Blu-ray, DVD, digital, home media type thing that DC has done for a while, set in the DC animated movie universe that 
It's had films like Justice League War, Throne of Atlantis, and tons of Batman-related movies and other things. And this was the first solo Superman movie, or if you want to call it that, solo Superman. I mean, the Justice League is there. But this is the first solo Superman movie set in that continuity and really established him, the character that we hadn't seen much of until this. And I just loved this uh, this movie. This is The Death of and Return of Superman is one of my favorite comic book arcs of all time. Really important. It shows the importance of Superman. And I won't go into spoilers for the movie. Uh, of course, got to say it's in the title. But uh, just a fantastic movie overall. Really shows the importance of Superman, why he's important. I think it really does a good job of adapting the Death of Superman story. While also fitting it in a modern setting where this universe has been established and so there's naturally different characters sometimes and, and things like that. But I think it really gets to the heart of Superman. Uh, I got to give my hats off to Peter Tomasi, the writer. It really gets the heart of Superman, right? Why Lois Lane is important. You see other things from Superman's mythology, from his, why he was brought up the way, what makes him such a great character. Just a really great job establishing the heart of Superman. And yeah, there's an awesome, awesome fight scene for animation. Uh, really brutal fight that captures the essence of this storyline and the importance of Superman and the, the emotion and all of that I thought just did a tremendous job from start to finish. This is one of my, my favorite things Superman related of the year. And it leads into 2019's reign of the Superman, a two part, two part animated movie that's coming out soon. So again, really excited about this. And one of my highlights of the year also on the, the 27th, there was teen Titans go to the movies, which was obviously about the teen Titans go TV series, but Superman does show up, gets a little guest star, and that is that he is voiced by none other than Nicolas Cage. Cage, of course, was attached to play Superman back in the 90s for Tim Burton, Superman Lives, and he gets to play Superman here in a voice role, finally. Um, not a ton of, of, not a ton to do in this film, but some really cool lines and some fun roles, and it, it is neat to hear Cage get a chance to voice Superman, I will say that, even though he definitely would have been my first choice to to play Superman in live action, but it is cool, to, a little nod to to get to see him play the role, and it's a fun movie overall. Also related to Superman, there's the League of DC Supervillains video game. Uh, I haven't played this, but it's available now. came out in October on PC, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch. Haven't played this. Superman doesn't have a big role, but there is a bunch of other characters. I know Superman characters. There's Lex Luthor. Mercy Graves is in it. Ultraman has a role. So I haven't played this yet, but it's another piece of Superman-related media that I thought was worth mentioning. And then on to December, we got to see a little bit of Superman in live action. There was the CW's Elseworld crossover course over Arrow, The Flash, and Supergirl. And for the first time in this crossover, Superman got to appear. Tyler Hecklin reprised his, reprised his role as Clark Kent, Superman from Season 2 of Supergirl. And we were also introduced to Bitsy Tolick as Lois Lane. Got to see them in Smallville and in some other places. Uh, I, I shared a full review. You can check back a couple episodes ago if you want to see my thoughts on Superman and Lois Lane in that that crossover. Um, while I I had some definitely had some issues, especially within the final episode, there was a lot of fun stuff in seeing Superman with with those other characters on the CW. There's a lot of good stuff in there too uh, that I enjoyed, and we also got to see kind of an evil version of Superman. Again, I've got a full review just just a, a couple weeks ago that you can check out. But yeah, Superman is is now introduced to this this team of heroes in the CW. Although they also adapted some other cool things, some cool things to see Superman related. I don't want to get too heavy into spoilers uh, because it is so recent. But there was some cool stuff, and also some things I had some issue with. But 
more Superman in live action is is always cool to see. And speaking of, of spoilers, one final thing. If you haven't seen Titans season, this season one, if you are out of the US or anything, if you don't wanna don't want to uh be spoiled on the ending of a post credit scene, then now is the time to turn off. But the spoilers include a post credit scene that was the appearance of what looks like Superboy and Crypto. Uh, we don't get to see them, don't know how they're going to fit in, but it is a nice little tease for what is to come. I would expect Superboy to have a big role in season two. I don't know how big because that show juggles a lot of characters, um, and I have no idea what they're going to do with them, with him yet and what they're going to do with Crypto, but it is, yeah, an oncoming adaptation of Superboy, the clone of Superman, half-clone of Superman anyway. So uh, a nice little treat for Superman fans at the end of 2018, especially if you are a fan of Titans. But that is it for for 2018. That is the big news. Um, if I had to pick, uh, there was the, I would say, Krypton Action Comics number 1000 and the Death of Superman. That was kind of my highlight for the year. Those three things were, were my favorite things of the year. I really enjoyed Krypton season one, really enjoyed Action Comics 1000, wrapping up Dan Jurgens, Peter Tomasi era. And also the death of Superman, one of my favorite animated movies of all time. So that's obviously going to be the case. So a lot of really good Superman things. Uh, you know, I hope 2019 brings some more things Superman related, some really good things to look forward to. There's not a ton on the horizon. I wasn't even going to do a, a look ahead to 2019 because there's not too much going on yet that we know of. Um, perhaps some bigger role in Krypton. There's Reign of the Superman, which I'm looking forward to. Superman continues in the comics, both the Superman and action comics, but bigger stories, things like Doomsday Clock and Justice League and all of that are going on. So there are certainly things to look forward to. Krypton Season 2 is returning. So a lot to look forward to, and I'm hoping for something more on the movie side. I know I don't want to remember 2018 for the the report that Warner Brothers doesn't have plans to make a Superman movie for at least several more years. I hope that I hope that is inaccurate or Warner Brothers changes their mind. Um that is one of the downer things of 2018 that I will unfortunately remember by remember it for. But there is lots of good things to look back at in 2018. Uh, so lots of things to look forward to in 2019. I, like, I, like I said, Reign of the Superman Krypton is coming back for season two and hopefully more. And we will just have to sit, wait and see what else is going on in 2019. I'm, I'm hopeful we get to hear news on a movie front, some kind of future Superman solo related film or Justice League or something like that. That's something I'd really like to see. And, and TV-wise, I'm just enjoying Krypton. Uh, Metropolis, I would like to see, but I totally understand since there are already Superman is already so split up around different TV sectors. Uh, different parts of Superman mythology are split over Supergirl, Krypton, Titan. Adding Metropolis to that might be too much, and I'm not a fan of seeing multiple versions of the live action character at the same time. So I understand that, but Metropolis is still something I would enjoy. So I would at least like something in 2019 where we get official word. Yes. Metropolis is moving forward or no, you know, it's, they decided to pass on it. I, I understand if that's the case. Uh, and that, that very well might be the case, but it would be nice to get official word on that. And so I'm just, yeah, I'm hopeful for a Superman movie. I, uh, am looking forward to things like Krypton and whatever else happens on TV and I'm going to hopefully continue to enjoy Superman in comics and as 2018 continues. So lots of good things, lots of good things to look forward to and, and hopefully more. Uh, but that will do it for today's episode. Looking back on 2018, uh, let me know if there was something else I missed 
in 2018 or something you're looking forward to in 2019 on Twitter. The show is at Superman pod. I am at Krypton Tom. And if you want to do me a favor, go ahead and go to iTunes, Apple podcasts, wherever you listen and leave a review for this new show and hopefully help spread the word and, and get the word out there for this new show. Uh, and that is all we've got for today. So thanks for listening and I'll be back soon catching up with some news on Superman, uh, things that have been going on.